Welcome back to another Small Constellation episode. This is your host, Peaches Brittany. I wasn't dressed yet, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, have 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 we really... I mean, we're about to go back into another quarantine, so we don't really have to worry about pants anymore again. <laughs> pants are tools of the oppressor. Every, every day, like this week, there were four positives at work. And I was like, is it? How? And then you look and it's like, only half of the country is vaccinated and then the other half just refuses until they're about to be intubated. And then they're like, please, doctor, give me the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And it's like, a uh, little late. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I appreciate the attitude of the president of France being like, you know, the rest of us have done our part, and, you know, it's it's on you now to suffer the consequences. We're not going to be dragged down by you anymore. It's just nice to hear somebody say that. <laughs> but the two of the three vaccines, uh, no, the Pfizer and the uh, one of the ones that are abroad, I don't remember, we, we don't have, oh, man. One of the European vaccines have been have already have studies that show that the they are effective against the Delta variant. Well, that's good. So and if you got well, one of those, you're lucky. I mean, it's effective in that you won't die. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's I mean, that's what a vaccine is. It just lowers your risk of death. Right. Which a lot of our fellow Americans seem to have forgotten or didn't learn in high school biology class. I'm not. I'm not even sure anything is taught in American schools anymore. Mm. <laughs> but we're not a. We're not a. We're not a political podcast. Whatever. Damn right. Uh, We're here to review wines. That's right. Small (laughs) consolation coming at you with the the wine reviews. Fast and furious. We've got nine wines that are Vin Diesel approved for your family. (laughs) Uh, Unfortunately, my wines aren't quite ready yet. (laughs) Don't don't forget the five S's. It's um, swirl. Don't 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 tell me it's swirl. Swallow. Wait, nope. Shit. <laughs> no, there, no, there is no swallow in wine tasting. So it's it's swirl, sniff, uh, sip, slosh, spit. Sorry, Brandon, you missed the part where we had gotten to the sexual portion of the podcast. Oh, 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 oh. I'm sorry. Too drunk, too furious. <laughs> um, I guess. Uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson is no longer going to be in the Fast and the Furious movies. If we're going to be bringing up that franchise, it's dead to me. <laughs> but but family, <laughs> nothing's dead so long as the family lives. <laughs> Except Paul Walker. Uh, oh, too soon. Too soon. <laughs> 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 Too uh, soon, but that was like nearly ten years ago now. Still too really? soon. <laughs> really? Really? I mean, they've only put out like two movies since then, so it's still too soon. I'm only on number three. No, wait, we finished three. I'm on, I'm ready for four. 
why are we not doing this as a podcast uh, commentary yeah. Because we got to finish Marvel first. We get, I, <laughs> true. We have to can we, can, can I finish my free. intro, please? Ow! Oh. This is the intro. <laughs> <laughs> Four minutes in, and music plays. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, yeah, whatever. Anyways, video games podcast. Sometimes we talk about video games, but clearly we're not talking about video games today. Um, <laughs> except we are. Well, yeah. that's also true. Um, so we have some reviews of games that we that are new to us. So we're trying to get through our backlogs, right, Jared? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm trying to get through my backlog by adding new video games to it. <laughs> I was going to say, does it count as a backlog if it's just the same games you've been playing for years and you just kind of keep going back and replaying them? Because that's the point that my backlog is in. At at what point does it become like a constant of the universe? And if I change it, I alter the fabric of reality. (laughs) The sacred timeline. I think, think, Evan, I think I saw on your... Oh, wow. I I think I went back in time. Did you hear my voice crack? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think I saw on your Facebook at one point that there was like, uh, I think at this point, collecting books is in itself a hobby as opposed to just reading them. <laughs> I, th- I kind of feel like how that's with video games, too. Just collecting video games is in yep. of itself a hobby. Oh, uh, downloading those free monthly games from PSN. Definitely. Yeah. I-, I think I have like three or four downloaded. Nowhere near ready to touch them yet. <laughs> Uh, so I don't know what do we want to dive straight into what we've been playing? Just kind of go from there. Might as well. Sure. Uh, so what the twenty first? Yeah, the twenty first, uh, September. Wow, I we went way back. Uh, July twenty first. Forward. Way forward. Yeah. Well, it could have been way back. You don't know. I'm talking about the past. Shut up. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, a couple days ago, uh, Wednesday, right, uh, Pokemon Unite finally came out. Yeah. It did. It launched for the Switch. If you haven't heard us talk about it before, this is the MOBA by Tencent. uh, And Timmy, I think, was involved with it, too. Timmy! But basically, the people that made League of Legends got together with a Pokemon company and made a Pokemon MOBA called Pokemon Unite. It's on the Switch. And it will be coming in September. See, that's where the September came from, to mobile. Mm. So, uh, I guess you, you start the game. Really, really quick uh, tutorial. They throw you right into a match. You know, they unlock a couple of Pokemon for you to try. They have some weekly rotation Pokemon, it looks like. Um, everything's free unless you want to pay you can kind of earn extra rewards or cosmetics just like any other MOBA that you've ever heard of or not heard of um game is fairly simple uh in terms of MOBAs um fighting each other really isn't the main objective it's fainting Pokemon getting these energy orbs and then dunking it on your opponent 
in if you dunk enough that so it's kind of like there are turrets uh and phoenixes or nexuses or whatever but like um you just they're just dunk points that you have to defend or push and if you dunk enough that particular you know spot goes away and it gets pushed back you know they get pushed back um <clears throat> sure you're not just playing destiny but with pokemon <laughs> you're playing bad skit <laughs> wow there's a throwback so i mean what do you i mean uh tyler and evan you guys played this with me Does what do you, what oh, do you guys evan did huh uh, evan am i dead to you brandon <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'm sure you'll do something later that will probably <laughs> are, you, are you trying to say me and jared look alike is that it <laughs> i mean we're pretty much you're, dead ringers i mean uh, you're you, yeah i mean you're both extremely handsome and oh, look, wow, look at that save. Stop it, I can only get so hard. <laughs> okay. Wow, somebody's where's, had more wine than I have. Where's the kick button? Where's the kick button? <laughs> okay, I think you took the five S's a little little too hard. That was aggressive. <laughs> what I do on my weekend is my own business, Brandon. <laughs> Well, if it's not playing Pokemon Unite with us, then you can get out. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, Tyler and what's his name and I played <laughs> uh, played Pokemon Unite. Um, and I don't know what's his name. What do you? How about you go first? What did you think? Kind of what were your thoughts on it? As my only MOBA experience being Smite, it took me a little while to get used to. I guess the mechanics and just kind of uh, the UI and just kind of getting used to all the new stuff. Um, I'm also someone who's never really played a Pokemon game outside of the demos at Walmart. So um, a lot of that kind of stuff that may be a little more, I don't know, might come easier to someone who has more of that experience was a little a hurdle to kind of get used to. But otherwise, it's... Mm -hmm. It's pretty fun so far. Um, like the, I think they do enough mechanics. Like again, since I'm only used to Smite, that's unique and kind of seems fresh. So I could see us coming back to it quite a while. I I will say that this game has a lot of similar. If you had played, if you'd played, or if you go to, when we get you your computer, <laughs> and start making you play computer games, we can make you play League. And you'll realize quickly that you're like, wow, this really is like Pokemon Go or Unite, whatever. I don't care. Or you'll uh, probably give up any hope that humanity has a future. Why not both? <laughs> um, because uh, the idea of like the the difference between League of Legends and Smite. I mean, obviously, besides the fact that in Smite, you're sort of third person. You know, you have to move the camera. You have to move your character to move the camera. Mm -hmm. And you can't really move independently. Um, the idea that the auto attacks are kind of uh, more auto and yeah. less like auto aim and less like precision like in Smite. 
Hence the name auto attack, which is not very <laughs> fitting, uh, not very fitting for Smite, but right. that is still kind of but, it is still sort of the terminology that people use. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's uh, it is yeah definitely a little bit different in Unite. But if you play League, it looks like I mean, it feels like a League game. Yeah, it feels like it's a ten cent game. And click click on stuff until it dies. <laughs> I moved to smite because i liked it better um so i'm and at least in league you had a mouse you could mouse over a character that you like specifically mouse over a character you were trying to attack yeah in this you have to play with your settings right so do you you know uh you can change it so that you can you know your a if you hold down a or push a you can attack uh, other Pokemon, if you want, or other uh, player Pokemon, other trainers Pokemon. Um, but if you push B, you can attack uh, wild Pokemon that are around that you faint to get gems or orbs or whatever. Why so not? you can change it so you can have those two different distinctions. And then you go on to say, okay, do you who do you want to preferentiate if there are multiple targets in your uh, range? You can say lowest health by percent, lowest health by um, value, uh, those sorts of things. And so it's really interesting trying to get into it. I have games where I feel like everybody's a sweaty already. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, we score like 20 points. And I have games where, you know... Pikachu just keeps running up into my lane and I just faint it and it's like five minutes in it's still level four so you know like I have not decided if I like it or not yet because there are matches where I go I'm doing really well and there are other matches where I go I I don't know that I know how to play this game I feel like that's gonna be happening more often just because you're getting such a wide variety of player. You're going to have the MOBA fans who like know the genre, know what they're doing, especially if they're coming from league, they're going to have a a sense of what's going on mechanically and gameplay wise. And then you're going to have the people who are like another Pokemon game. And they're going to be like, what the hell am I supposed to be doing? Oh, I'm playing this basketball, but these other people are killing me. What the hell? Yeah. And let's be real. Eventually, once they uh, develop their matchmaking algorithms better, everything will be fighting just to keep you around a 50% win rate anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> it's going to level out. But What are your thoughts, Tyler? I So I guess the main takeaway I had from it was I actually ended up liking it more than I thought I would. Like, I was always committed for sure to giving it a shot, but I didn't, I honestly wasn't sure if this was just going to feel like another kind of cash in like quick mobile game, like that is ported to the switch. Like, yeah, just, I just didn't know if it was going to have enough meat on its bones at launch to be something that I was really interested in continuing to play too much. And I would say it was more than that. I like, I, I, I'm kind of like in the same boat that you are branded. Like, I don't know if it's going to be something that like, I still don't know if it's going to be something I stick with like long term or like how much I like it. I don't think it's going to replace smite for me probably just because like you said, one of the reasons I moved to smite as really one of the only MOBAs I keep playing is that it's more active and engaging and 
Um, it's just one of the more ch challenging mo well, at least maybe not at a strategic level, but at a gameplay level, which, which I find fun. Whereas this also still challenging, but it's, it's very different. I don't know if it's going to replace Might, but what it will do, and part of the reason I did like it more than I thought I would, is um, just the game mode itself. Like, I really liked how short the matches were. Like, mm -hmm. you kind of commented on this, and I totally agreed, where it was like, it was a nice change of pace from even Smite, where it's like, you know, we'll get into a pretty serious match, and it can just turn into kind of like a back and forth, and you're just like... Uh, it's just a much more stressful affair where you're kind of like, oh, what's going to happen? And then matches can go on 20, 30, 40 minutes. Uh, I've had 40, 50 minute assault matches before. Right. And like, it helps when the end game is not objective based. It's literally a timer. It's just like, who can yeah. score the most points in this time allotted? And, and like I said, I kind of I kind of like that element. Like I think that will probably alienate some of the more like hardcore players. But honestly, again, I'm okay with that because for me, what this game really represented was just a nice change of pace where it was relaxing. The Pokemon were cute. I liked the evolution mechanic where it's like you know they start off at like their their lowest base, their base forms or whatever, and then they kind of evolve throughout the match. I do have some minor quibbles with how the skills work but like you were saying i think i can go into the settings and probably dink around with like what abilities get replaced with other abilities and i found mm. builds that i really liked versus others that seem like garbage um and i yeah it was fast fun light and more entertaining than i thought it was gonna be i hate that the switch decided to make their trigger buttons <laughs> LR and ZRLZR. I will never get that right. So I have a theory on that, incidentally. Like, I was thinking about it a little later and, like, why I was having so much trouble hitting the right trigger. And it's because the image that they display is, like, counterintuitive. Like, they place the ZR one which is the lower triggers, like the Z triggers, I think are the lower triggers, like on a pro controller. Yeah. It's like, those are the bottom ones and they're on top in the UI. Like they show mm -hmm. it, like it's the top button. And I, I get that, you know, you could, basically it's the opposite of how I would have designed the UI if I were doing it. So for me, it just kind of like, I would quickly glance down, see which ability was labeled where and be like, okay, the top ability is the top one. It's like, no, the bottom ability is the top button on the controller like it's the right bumper the right mm -hmm. trigger basically or the right yeah right bumper as opposed to the right trigger right. and so yeah it was basically it was just that was flip-flopped and then also yeah i agree it's i don't know i don't know why the one and two is easier to keep track of but it is yeah my biggest my biggest concern with the game and it's not even with the game it's with my play style and I'm just so used to playing Smite where movement is everything, right? You yeah. can move separately from your auto attack. You know, you can move separately from your ability, you know. And so when you go into a game, you know, like League or like Pokemon Unite kind of thing where you auto attack and then you then when you choose to auto attack something, as long as you continue to be auto attacking that thing, it's the the character is going to move for you. 
And if you move the character independently, it cancels that auto attack. Right. Well, so I'm so used to moving to get into position as opposed to letting the, the game move for me that I keep either A, canceling my auto attack instead of, you know, killing somebody. And then, so the abilities that you can fire, you, A, a is the... Right, so A is what your auto attack is, mm-hmm. and so I'm mashing that button because I keep moving. I just can't get my finger off the, the my thumb off the left stick, and so then the right stick is what uh, you use to fire your abil- like to aim your abilities, and they'll auto aim, but sometimes you want to do leads or. Or they don't always work perfectly with auto attacks. So, like, you you want to make sure you're auto attacking the right characters or the right direction. And so, I you you either don't you either you either hope and pray that it's the right target, or you have to put your finger off the the A. Which I feel I don't know. My thumb, my right thumb, apparently is just cannot do everything that this game is asking <laughs> me to do. <laughs> Uh, and so I just, I guess my, that particular thumb just gets confused. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of see what you mean. I, I think that would be, depending on what kind of control setup you're using, that would be even worse too. Like I was using a pro controller and I don't know if that makes any difference or not, but like, I, I kind of know what you mean. It, it, it does there at the very least, you kind of have to decide, am I going to auto attack or am I going to line up skills? Mm-hmm. And because I very quickly abandoned the auto-targeted skills, because I just didn't really, you know, most unless the enemy's like right in front of me and it's like a shotgun-style ability. Most of the time, you want to be aiming and leading and deciding when you're going to fire off the ability to maximize, yeah, you know, whatever benefit you're going for. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's true. You kind of do have to pick whether you're going to keep auto attacking or fire off a skill, but yeah, I, I think it'll take a little bit of adjusting and mm-hmm. it is much closer to traditional top-down MOBAs. Um, you know, one thing I can't say that I particularly missed was item builds, mm-hmm. um, at least in a game that is like this. Like I wasn't sitting there going, Oh gee, I sure, you know, I sure wish this was another MOBA where I had to learn like 80 different items and, when like counter buy building what. Like, and... yeah like it's just and i think that again the fast pace of the games kind of lends itself to just nope you just run out there it basically boils down to team strategy and your skills and what it really ended up feeling was less like you know traditional mobas and more like you know playing sports or something like it did really feel like kind of basketball with pokemon mm-hmm. or now i will say like that, which i liked there are held items mm. But True. you can't do it. You you go into the game with those. You yeah. pick them before the game. You go into the game with them, and you can't change them halfway through. So th- that is very different, and you have a lot of time to kind of look and um, decide which ones you want as you unlock them. That's a di- little different, too. You have to unlock them. Yeah, that's actually one one of my biggest concerns about the game. Boy, I sure hope they stay away from like overpowered pay to win consumables, mm-hmm. which I mean will be just certainly for any kind of at professional level that'll be the death of this type of game. So I don't think that'll happen. But if they were EA, I'd be worried for <laughs> sure. <laughs> 
so yeah, we'll bring you more as we. I, I'm excited though because you know there's what eight nine hundred Pokemon or something, and so they could add a ton of content. Um, Which I hope people, they do. People are already like calling for you know different Pokemon to be added, and it's like they'll they probably will uh, add most of them. Um, maybe not some of the exotics. They kind of act like they're gonna have the legendaries kind of be bot camps, you know, or like, like a fire giant or, or, you know, Titan kind of, you know, enemies, but. Well, I hope to God that as they add more Pokemon, they change the, the design when you're picking the Pokemon. Oh God. The <laughs> yeah, that, the, there's the there, screen yeah. like seizes every time you flip over one. Yeah, and there are cool. some there are some glitches that they'll need to work out, but yeah. I, uh, I yeah, I'm I'm confident. Like I said, this this definitely seemed like more of an investment than I thought it was going to be by the company, and like it seemed like a more legitimate attempt at a, a true Pokemon MOBA. So I think they'll they'll probably iron out most of those kinks. I would hope uh, the the bones are there, solid bones. The house don't fall when the bones are good. I'll give you a good bone. <laughs> God, what is wrong with you people? Take a shower. Go take a cold shower. Save it for the OnlyFans. It, it always reminds me of that. Uh, there was a channel that did a UFC glitch video, and they pretended to be Joe Rogan and the other announcer. And there's a, a point where like this person's body's fling flailing around and like, he's just like he's showing great flexibility in his bones joe <laughs> <laughs> what uh nick evan what have you guys been playing i've been playing everything uh, okay next no mostly final fantasy 7 hmm. remake okay uh what do you think? Have you did you play Final Fantasy Seven? Nope. Okay. So my history with Final Fantasy, I've played nine because it was on a really deep sale on the Switch, and it was really nice because you could like make yourself do max damage in the menus. It was a little option, and so you could just blast through the game, and I just kind of played it that way for the fun of it. I've played uh, 15 because it was free on if you have a PS5. Right, that's one it. of the uh, MMOs, right? No, 14 is the MMO. 14. Isn't like 11 or 12 uh, an MMO as well? No, uh, I don't remember 11. 11 had lightning in it, I think. Yeah, I really didn't know who that is. I don't 12, either. 12 is on the PS2. What? Yeah, twelve is like the last of the PS2. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. The thirteen was like PS3. Fourteen is the MMO. Fifteen was on PS4, uh, and that was that was kind of the one that's like, oh, maybe I actually like Final Fantasy games. Yeah, fifteen's basically a boy band goes on a road trip. Kind of it is. <laughs> forgot about that uh but all the characters in 15 were a lot of fun and the 7 remake which is also free if you have the ps5 and uh 
PlayStation Plus. I started playing that, and it's it's really good. It's really pretty. Uh, it's fairly linear. I don't. I've not experienced seven originally, so I don't. I don't know what it was like, but this is. It's really solid. It's surprising. And other than that, I've been playing Slime Rancher, which is <laughs> a cute little farming game. Yeah, oddly enough, I keep meaning to throw in Slime Rancher into my like relaxing game rotation. It just seems very, I don't know, it seems like it could be entertaining. Uh, it is. If you go... I, I'm not entirely sure what game I would put it closest to, but you just kind of go collect a few slimes to start making money and you combine them with other slimes to make more money and you just kind of progress through the game and grow food for them, feed them, take all of their, their, they're called plorts, but they're like little slime poops (laughs) that you sell for money and you use that to progress. And it's, it's a, an addictive little game. So uh, one of my friends called me. This is a complete tangent, and, and that's fine. Uh, and so I texted him like, hey, we're recording. Can't talk or, you know, can't answer the phone. Is every you know, what's up? Is everything OK? And uh, he said, yeah, just no big deal. I just want you to do me a favor. And I was like, uh, OK, well, I can try. You know, what's up? And he goes. <laughs> I was wondering if you could mix bromine and aluminum and record it. <laughs> you know, just with, with what you've got lying around your house. Because you have bromine standard, lying around. So I go, house bromine. Yeah. So I go, where the hell am I going to find bromine? And he goes, I don't know. You're the chemist. <laughs> he, just wants you to, he just wants you to make it real quick. Uh... Uh, this guy. Okay. Anyways. Pretty soon he's going to ask you to start making meth. <laughs> okay, well, uh, you're gonna need some methylamine. Uh, <laughs> who's, who's, yep. Right. Yeah, I've is... watched Breaking Bad. I'm an expert. <laughs> <laughs> this this is the soft entry into the drug game. This is how they get you. It's just like an MLM. Uh, where's your fulminated mercury, Brandon? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me go get my uh, butt thermometer, and I'll get plenty of mercury from that. Wow. Oh, sorry. I meant my meat thermometer. Ha! Get it. I'm a, I'm a hunk, hunk of meat. Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> no, so, Brandon, get out of my shower. <laughs> you soiled it. I think we what? all probably, at this point, we all need to go take a nice cold shower together. Um, okay. Evan, I know you've been, you were out of town recently, um, but what sort of other video games have you been playing in your off um so yeah i was on vacation that was fun but um people ended up bringing their switches and the house had you know tv so we hooked those up um we did some you know some smash some mario kart lots of jackbox um and they had some of the newer party packs we played i don't even remember the name of the game but we played like one of the new jackbox games so that was that was Hmm. fun but um other than that i haven't been playing a whole lot just kind of I don't know. I guess 
I pro- I think I played too many video games during the height of the pandemic, and so now my brain's like, eh, video games, why? Um, there's so much more to watch on streaming. Um, <laughs> though I was I was grinding, you know, Solstice gear for Destiny just because it looks pretty and I want it. Um, I think I've got only two pieces left to do now, or at least to get my purple set. Um, but I'll probably do that, you know, tomorrow because it's Crucible and I think another thing. Yeah. To get the fun glow, though, you have to do quite a bit more. I know. Yeah, I know. I'm going to get, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm just going to get the purple set and then, you know, buy the, um, whatever the heck you call it. The, 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 the I forget what destiny calls it now, but you buy like the cosmetic stuff to give that armor, the glow. It's just not as bright as if you fully maxed it out. Uh, speaking of destiny, uh, they decided that, that the, Right, the what? What do you call it? The transmogrification is that what it is? Transmog, uh, armor synthesis. Is armor synthesis. Term okay. For it. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, was shit, and they're changing it next season, right? Yeah. So yeah. It, you had to start with like a passive currency you would gain from just killing enemies, and it was timed. So like you could only earn so many per ever many minutes. Um, and you need like 150 of those before you could buy a bounty and then you could complete the bounty and that bounty would give you another currency that you could take to Ada and then she would turn it into a another currency and you could use that to unlock a piece of armor to make it a universal ornament. So now they're just limiting the first step and now just those bounties cost 10,000 glimmer. I was going to say, anytime you've got a currency that you're turning in for another currency, you've already messed up from a design <laughs> perspective. Like, I'm sorry. That's money laundering in video game speak. <laughs> like, it's still silly that they have, you can only get 10 per character per season. Um, but the way it was um, set up currently, like, I was never even going to get to 10 because I just don't play enough to get that passive currency. I've I've seen some very interesting builds so far with that. Like some some people look have their guardian looking like he just stepped out of a boardroom and now he's gonna you know go murder fallen or something. Yeah, they've given you a lot of options to make you look like just a normal person instead of like hulking armor. <laughs> it's Destiny meets The Sims. <laughs> Pretty much. Except- well. <laughs> Speaking of armor, um, next season we'll have Festival of the Lost and we get our dinosaur armor sets. Everybody hmm. wants the dinosaur. So I'm super excited. Pe- they got let the people vote on that last summer-ish or yeah. December or something like that. Wasn't it that they had, it was like the dinosaurs or like classic horror monsters and horror monsters won but there was so much love for dinosaurs that we were like, well, we'll just do that. Oh, no. Dinosaurs ran the monsters out of the building. (laughs) Especially, like, when they broke it down by class, like, Titans were like, I want to be a (laughs) T-Rex. I don't remember remember what the Warlock is. I think the Warlocks are Triceratops, and it just didn't look as great. Yeah. I think Hunters were, like, Raptors. Ugh, of course. But there's no favoritism so, at Bungie at all. And the hunters were like, 
uh, jackalopes because they don't exist. Uh, isn't Hunter still one of the most popular classes, though? Oh, even... definitely. It wasn't during Guardian games. <laughs> so, Evan, I was going to ask you uh, to, to derail things and go back to something else you mentioned. You said you were playing a little bit of Smash Bros. I'm curious, did, were you guys playing with like the latest... Uh, any of the like DLC characters that have dropped recently? Um, who are the DLC characters? Because I do not know. Uh, well, maybe I was just curious if anybody was playing as uh, I think his name's like like uh, the guy from uh, Tekken, like Kaz Kazuya oh. or whatever his name is. I don't really know my Tekken. Has that very one well, dropped but... yet? Yeah, so oh. that was that was the most recent one, and I was just curious because I was like, I I, I wanted to know if whoever was playing him was just like winning every match because <laughs> I feel like like I got my hands on him and was playing around with him a little bit, and I was wow. like, wow, okay, PG, please, <laughs> okay, okay, fine. Wait, he's, talking, uh, he's talking about a dude, not a granny. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyway, you know what? <laughs> At this point, I'll just you know what? I'll I'll take it. I'll I'll take Kazuya over the grannies. Let's just, but no. Uh, anyway, I was playing with him as my character in the game, uh, utilizing his moves moves that were input oh, using stick. his move stick. God damn it! Uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I was using him. I was just like immediately like this is uh, like basically Nintendo has given up on balancing Smash Bros at this point. I was like, this guy is so strong compared to the other fighters. Like I just picked him, and like as somebody who's been playing Smash Bros for years and years, I was just like, this guy is like immediate like S tier, just like curb stomping some of the other characters. Like uh, so anyway, I was just curious. Uh, was, I, so I've also been playing Smash Bros. I think I think we did that character was in the game, but like most of the people playing don't regularly play either Smash Brothers or play it on the Switch, so we were all like thrown uh, off by the controls. Sure. Um, though I didn't realize they'd introduced I can't remember the name of the game mode, but like, you know, you pit, everyone picks a character, you play a match, and then it puts you back in the character selection, but those characters from the first match are no longer there. So you have to pick Ooh. different ones. Um, that Ooh, was I like that. That yeah, was a lot that. of fun. Um, it was very interesting to see who couldn't win once they couldn't be Marth anymore. No, <laughs> no shade. Nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that was. I'm and I'm still an asshole with Pikachu. I'm so sorry, but not really. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's what I've been doing. I've uh, I was kind of flipping through my backlog um, when I was um, while I was in Arizona. I got to because there are other people there that play games, obviously. So we were talking about like Assassin's Creed, and I was like, yeah, I need to you know get back into Odyssey and finally finish it because someone almost spoiled a major plot point. And I just got like got up and <laughs> ran out of the room. <laughs> Not really, but I was just like, stop talking. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think I'm gonna dust that one off here pretty soon um because i guess I'm, I'm i'm feeling something stealthy again yeah i haven't played uh persona in a few weeks <laughs> sir it has been 84 years are you the last one to finish that uh, uh -huh. swap game yeah, yeah. 
I've already spent over a hundred hours on this game. I was going to say <laughs> he must not be named. No, yeah, he's he's done his due due diligence with. I got to find a longer game to make Tyler sit through. Actually, that would be that would be hilarious. You I know mean, what? I'm going to find some sexual game with with older woman older women and make <laughs> you play that. That's what I'm going to do. I, or you could just make him play Skyrim if you want to make him play. A okay, longer. same uh, thing, right? <laughs> Is, is that why it's taking you so long to finish? You can't keep your hand on the controller. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is there is a, a a love scene stuff section thing. Uh, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's not like don't don't spoil anything. I'm almost done. Okay. I'm getting close. That's what she said. <laughs> I, we just, not we just as close need to give as... up on this podcast, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm 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 making this one explicit just to just to be safe. Yeah, I think that's 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 do probably safe. It, that. Do it, do it. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Anyways, so games we've been playing. Um, so I've also been playing. Uh, well, been playing. I. Oh, I played Maquette. Mac Maquette, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, I played Maquette. Um, Jared, do you still plan on playing this? Do I need to make sure that I don't do spoilers? There's not really much in the way of spoilies, but. Um, you kind of I mean, learn. I like to, yeah, but I don't. If you spoil it, I'm probably gonna forget by the time I actually play it. Okay. Um. Well. Okay. So it's actually a fairly short game. I finished it in a weekend. I, I booted it up and finished it in a weekend. Um. And so it's like a puzzle game. So it's really interesting the fact that so you don't ever get to see you. You're not sure who you are um, and where or, or where you are. All you know is that there's this little um, sort of like a miniature map uh, or like it's not really a, it's a three dimensional. I don't know what to call it, but like you can, you can interact with this small scale diorama of the map that you're actually walking around in. Um, so the, the diorama dioramas in the center and there are some things that you can interact with. You know, there might be some levers or there might be some pieces that you can pick up and move. Um, like you start out the game with like a big cube uh, and you have to figure out how to where you can put that cube in order to move on to like open up a, 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 the next area. Um, if you pick up the cube and you can move it around, but then when you drop it, you look behind you and the cube is where you placed it in the diorama, only it's to scale. So it's a lot bigger. Um, you can pick that up from if it's not too heavy you can pick that up in the real world that you're interacting with bring it back to the diorama and you can actually increase its size again um so that's really interesting um and so actually if you move if you you can actually jump over your walls uh in in your size and it gets really trippy you can actually look around and see an even larger version of it's like a diorama inside a diorama inside a diorama. And it's really interesting because you can just kind of theoretically keep increasing 
the size or the scale of, you know, the world around you, basically. Uh, And so sometimes you have to mess with size in order to get something done, right? Like you might have to shrink so that you can, or, you know, quote unquote shrink so you can get into a room via, you know, a keyhole or something, you know, and then get bigger again after you open that door and take something that's in there. Anyways, so you mess with size a lot. Um, there's a story playing throughout the background and it's a guy and a girl. The story is being told from the guy's perspective for the most part. Well, it's being told from the guy's perspective and you can tell they have like a thing going on and you kind of live through their relationship a little bit, but you're not really sure, you know, Okay, so it's it's from this guy's perspective, and he's talking in past tense a lot. Does this girl die, or do they break up? Do they get married? You're kind of you know curious as to where they're going with this relationship and how it adds to the story. Um, so they don't really seem related a lot. They 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 they. Um, I thought it was a fun little game. My biggest drawback was I was talking to Jared. I was actually playing this when he got on one time and or a couple times, and I was just kind of, you know, twiddling my thumbs while I was trying to figure out what to do next. And I think 50 to 75% of the game, I say 50% of the game was trying to figure out what to do next. The other 25% was actually doing that. And then the final 25% was story. And so it really felt like as soon as you figured something else out. So, like, you know, if you pull up a puzzle game on your phone or something, right, you finally figure it out and you're like, yay, there's sparks that fly and you know, I mean, you know, congratulations, you completed this level, move on to the next level. There was real progress, you could tell that you were actually making. Mm -hmm. In this game, you were really kind of just walking around with your dick in your hand, just kind of waiting to wait for something to happen. Like, you just kind of pushed and clicked and walked around and tried to figure out something. And then when it finally happened, you're like, oh, everything makes sense. I'll use this to that. And it all lined up for like one second. And then as soon as you do that, you're like, okay, well now what do I do? Basically this felt like mist. <laughs> you, there was very little satisfaction in completing a puzzle. I guess that's what I'm trying to get at. You, 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 you found the next step of the puzzle, but you never felt like you finished a puzzle. It was always just, okay, now what's next? Okay, so my takeaway is this is a game where you walk around with your dick in your hands and you never finish and it's not satisfying. Got it. Perfect. <laughs> so, uh, I but it's played... completable. It is completable. I got it. I, I completed it. I played about half of it so, uh, before I went into other games, but the story of the game kind of reminded me of a a different game that is is really good uh, 
it was developed for mobile phones, but it's called Florence. And the game is you play as a girl as she goes through life. And, like, it's just kind of the story of, like, she kind of meets somebody, falls in love, they move in together. So you move all of the the things to combine both her items and the boy's items and then the relationship falls apart and then you have to put you have to like split all of the items apart and it's just a a little story of kind of personal growth that was Mm. really good that if you haven't tried it before you should find because it's like a two dollar game on a phone it takes an hour to play through probably but it was really touching I, I the game was pretty um the story was interesting uh the mechanics were fun to play with um it just i i couldn't just sit there and play it the whole time i had to take a couple of breaks is all um i'd probably give it three and a half maybe four out of five uh i'd say three and a half three and a half out of five it was enjoyable for as short as it is it was free you know for for those reasons it you know with that price point if you're bored want something to do kind of in between games or just you know in between feeling what kind of game you want to play it's a good little game to kind of pass the time Well, I suppose, Brandon, would this be a good time to segue into another game that we've all kind of picked up recently and then also introduce everyone to our new podcast mascot? <laughs> um, how I, I'm trying to think of a way to make that sexual, and I'm just not... There's a joke in there somewhere. <laughs> uh, there's a furry joke in there because it's a mascot. Well, it is also a furry. I mean, and, don't, don't and try the, too hard because the new mascot's name is Cream, and oh, uh, oh, oh that mascot! <laughs> yeah, uh, there to uh, yeah, Peaches Brittany has has I don't know maybe it's some competition I'm not sure but uh, Peaches and Cream our new yep. Monster Hunter persona <laughs> combination. Um, which... Oh yeah, and uh, Jared spelled the Ang wrong. <laughs> it's Wait, from a book. How did you... <laughs> According to Jared. He spelled it E-A-N-G. Because it's not based on Avatar. It's based on a book I'm reading. Now, now I will say... I will say <laughs> yeah, see, if he based it off of the movie spelling, it would have just been 1A because Shyamalan <laughs> can't pronounce any characters' names right. Apparently. Actually, I think I think it would have just been an O. Would have been more <laughs> so, accurate. Okay. So I actually heard that the correct pronunciation of A-A-N-G actually is Ong. No. I mean, yeah. even if it is, that's not what At the least character in, is called. Right, right. So, just the way that if, yeah, if into you know to to Jared's point, if A A N G is Ong, then E A N G could then in that same you know uh, dialect be Ang. Like yeah. it really yeah. could be. I just like giving him shit. 
though, point, well, <laughs> point of order against the movie, they also pronounced it Avatar, so they're not Avatar. really playing with and, it. And it's like it, Soka or it, something. They said Sokka, and they said, okay, anyways, th- this is not about that movie that doesn't <laughs> We've done this already. <laughs> um, <laughs> Monster Hunter, so yeah. yeah. Uh, I just want to be angry. Tyler, I kid you not, so I made my character. Obviously, I made named my character Peaches because you know these stupid games don't let me pl- don't let me play with uh, fifteen to eighteen characters. It's like twelve characters. Well, Peaches Brittany doesn't fit, right, so right. Uh, I just got to go with Peaches. <laughs> and so that's why we got Peaches and Cream right now. Anyways, a little bit of puberty right there. Shut up. And so, of course, Cream's Palico is named Sugar, so we've got peaches and cream, and then cream and sugar. So, well, uh, okay, so so brilliant all around. So I make oh, my character. Should have been spice. <laughs> um, I I make my character, and we go. Th- I'm going through like the tutorial, and uh, Jared, you finished the tutorial, right? Yeah. Okay. So we're kind of in the main story, you know, you're watching like the opening scenes and whatnot, and there's a giant monster in the water or whatever, and he picks your boat up and he flips it on its side. Zora Magdaros! And for some reason, you and your handler are the only two people that are actually out on top of the boat, and I guess everybody's still inside the boat. Anyways, I don't get it. I don't care. dead. It's so, like everyone's dying in Monster Hunter. It's so edgy, we, and dark. We start to, uh, you know, we we start um, clinging onto the sides of the boat so that we don't fall because the boat's sideways now. And you're standing, or I guess you're hanging there, right next to your palico that you literally just made, like. 10 seconds ago, you just finished making your palico and it's cute and it's cuddly. It looks like a cat and you can kind of give it dog features, which is really weird. But then bear, bear features, even you can kind of make it look very panda esque. Interesting. So you're going through this and you're, you're right there. Like all you have to do is just reach out and grab your palico. Make sure that your palico doesn't fall. And guess who named his palico after his cat? (laughs) and guess who decided that he wanted to actually make it look like his female orange tabby who he cares about very very much (laughs) that's what you get when you let your heart win (laughs) so I go dude get grab her she's right there just grab her just grab she's gonna fall just grab her and so no instead he reaches for the handler who also falls so he doesn't do any good and then my palico just falls seemingly to its death. I al- I literally almost cried. Like I have been having I have been having the roughest time at work right now. And I am I I like I it, it it's taking every fiber of my being right now just to not just up and walk out of that place. Like I am just having oh, I thought you were having a rough time because of the game. Now I feel bad for laughing. <laughs> so I was ha- I'm having I'm having this rough time, right? And so then I play this game and I just oh, Tyler thinks it'll be a fun little game and we'll all enjoy it. You know, it's like a four or five person game. So, you know, Nick and Tyler and what's his name are all gonna play with me. And <laughs> So I'm like, oh, I get to make a, 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 a like a sidekick or like a like a companion. That's really cool. It looks like a cat, and it's got markings that kind of look like Callie. So I'm gonna just make you know make make it look like Callie. 
And so I name it Callie. Five <laughs> seconds later, the fucking thing dies. <laughs> and I just, I'm like, oh my God. Uh, I cannot, I cannot do this. Oh I cannot gosh, do this hilarious. right now. And, and so, so I, we continue and I'm like, okay, so we're not making a big deal out of it. You know, the, the cat has to come back or I get another one or, you know, something happens with this because I just made it. So I have to be able to, you know, get it back or make another one. <laughs> we get to the tutorial and like, oh, your your Palico has been, you know, has been here. Wait, look, it's looking for you. I'm like, Callie. And so I start running around this place looking for it. We finally find it. And what does it do? It fucking runs to the handler and greets the handler. And I did cry. I was like, oh my God. Probably because you didn't even try to save it. (laughs) (laughs) You did bad and you should feel bad. Oh God. It was. I was like, I, in my head, I was like, Tyler, if this thing doesn't come back, I will never forgive no. you. <laughs> you, you, know, you. You'll spend many hundreds of hours uh, with your, your little Palico buddy. So. Nah, it's a, just, it's a very lighthearted game. Oh, but. it gave me a heart attack. It, oh, man. <laughs> okay, I just, now we, now we know, have I was to being, make Brandon play horror games. I mean, I if just, that's... I was <laughs> just having fun with it, and then it just went completely the wrong direction. Oh, gosh. Well, uh, I'm glad I'm glad that you guys all found that you know story of my you know mental pain uh, to be humorous. I really I really appreciate that. Well, I mean, it did involve something called a palico. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that's Monster Hunter. I think that's like that's very not Monster Hunter. I don't think Brandon is doing a good job of selling Monster the Monster um, Hunter experience. I so I, I mean I will be honest. I haven't played a lot of it yet. Yeah. Um, no. I they told me to pick a weapon. I did pick a weapon, and I think I'm just gonna have to find one that's very simple because I thought it sounded really cool that there were a couple that you could like change its form. Yes. Yeah. Monster Hunter is a game where there's a and lot I don't of like those depth. Yeah. I think at least the first few missions, it doesn't matter what weapon you have, mm-hmm. but you'll want to find the one you like the most. Yeah. Basically. And, yeah. And to be fair, we'll be able to breeze through a lot of the early content because they do give you access to a tree of items that you can build. That's like basically it's just overpowered for the early level stuff because with the introduction of the DLC they kind of wanted you to be able to get through the early game a little quicker so we we can either use those or if you don't want to you'll get kind of the true experience for the first part of the game but either way i think uh yeah i think there's definitely there's an item or a, a weapon type out there for everyone so um, you yeah, can I, my keep thing it is as that, simple or as difficult as you want, basically. <laughs> I went on my first mission, and we killed those things that we were running from in the very mm-hmm. beginning. Um, the combat is definitely very different from any other game that I've played. That is true. It's going to, and I'll be honest, it's going to feel very clunky. Like, I remember the first time I played, it was like, whoa, like, kind of like, what's the big deal? Like, why is everybody, you know, such a big fan of this game? And it really did take a while before it clicked. Um, But I think once it does, you'll kind of appreciate that. But there are, if you want a weapon that doesn't feel clunky, 
uh, check out the dual swords. You'll probably okay. like that. Or like yeah, the... um, I mean, it was just weird because we, we needed to kill like seven of these things, and I think I killed two or three of them. Uh, and then I proceeded to have three or four combos into the wall and couldn't stop. <laughs> um, and Mike Palico continued to kill the rest of them. So, good job, Callie. Yeah, I guess uh, if you want something somewhat simple, don't choose the beetle and don't choose like the sword staff thing. Yeah. The lance. Not the the lances would be okay because I did the lance, the one I can do acrobatic flips and shit. There's a uh, <laughs> like double edged staff that is oh the kinsect glaive and it's the best weapon in the game. Oh my god, it's my favorite. But yeah, it takes it has a it has one of the steeper learning curves. But when you do figure it out, it's very mobile and I love it. There's yeah. I, the two that I tried because I thought they sounded the coolest were the ones that change forms. There's like an axe sword. Yeah, you, you charge it and then you unleash. And I couldn't then figure like out an artillery gun. Yeah, and I couldn't figure that thing. one out either. Like sometimes I could get certain things to happen, and then other times I couldn't. And then I couldn't get the thing that could happen to hit anybody. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, if you're using either the switch axe or the charge blade, you're gonna have a bad time if you're a beginner. <laughs> you're gonna have a bad time. But yeah, it's a uh, it's it it's, it's such an interesting game. Like it is very. Like it's weird. Like, uh, like I said, once things click, and you, if you do, like someday you'll go back and you'll check out those weapons that didn't make any sense to you, and then you'll be like, "Holy crap!" Like it's a whole different game. Like now I understand how these work, and like once you learn some of the nuance for them, like you'll see that it's so well balanced that it's just like, "Oh, hey, this weapon gets in vulnerability frames." Like at this point. And that means I can tank through these specific, like, monsters' attacks. And then it's like, I am a god of killing this particular type of monster. And, <laughs> and that's kind of where the multiplayer aspects come in. Like, people can kind of cover your weaknesses and, and or play to your, your strengths, like, whatever your party builds with. And, mm -hmm. that, yeah, really cool. I'm excited to have more people to play with. So Yeah, this is a good introduction, Brandon, for you to play the Dark Souls games afterwards. <laughs> I want to watch that. As do I. Wow. Well, if I mean, one Dark of you Souls guys... 3 is a really good intro point to the series as a whole. Well, I mean, it is... the I, it, Yeah, yeah. I would, I would say, I mean, definitely play Dark Souls Remastered before anything else in the series. Well, you guys can make me play that if I ever finish Persona 5. <laughs> right after and, Outlast. <laughs> and, uh, oh, gosh. Um, Jared will be playing playing Minecraft. You know, honestly, if, wants, if anyone wants to give me Outlast, that's about the only way I could probably... That's That game is scary enough that even I'm like, yeah, if I don't have like a legitimate... Like, if somebody's not like forcing me to finish this game, I don't know if I would. Like, that we'll in like the forest. A, we'll get a face cam on VR. you. We'll get a face cam on you and like put it on the YouTube channel. I mean, I told you the story about how I quite literally threw my mouse into the wall when I was playing the forest in VR. Like, 
like I literally like just like and I don't even like I'm not I don't usually get that scared when I'm playing games like it's like I love the horror genre and like I love you know all kinds of games I love VR horror even but yeah I was playing the forest in VR and it just got to me man I was running around in a forest with like a little lighter like holding it out in front of me and like trying to build like desperately trying to build a campfire and I can hear all these monsters like running around in the jungle around me and I like look up and it just it was like realistically like something was running out of the forest to kill me and my primitive ape brain kicked in and was just like full on just shut down and i like just threw my mouse and keyboard into the wall <laughs> so is so outlast even scarier than amnesia the first one i i think so um if only because outlast is less like like as good as amnesia is it doesn't have quite the fidelity and it just feels a little gamier than outlast does so it's like that that suspension of disbelief at least for me even when i first played it was never quite there to where like i just very early on i found ways to kind of abuse the ai <laughs> in amnesia and after that point it kind of lost its power it was like kind of it was just like okay i'm just playing a game like and or like basically the first time i just ran up to an enemy and let it just fucking kill me like i just was like kill me i just like <laughs> ran right into its face like it kind of i don't know so which uh, but yeah that's a whole nother topic we can do that for halloween I, I mean i guess okay, okay. dead space is getting remade yeah. brandon can play that i saw that okay, i'm excited for that makes you think that someone who literally just told you <laughs> that he's so emotionally unstable that a character, a custom character that he created that dies five seconds after he makes it and makes him cry. <laughs> you think that I have the capacity to play a ho- any kind of horror game? It'd be funny. <laughs> I was gonna say capacity. Uh, I don't know, but uh... do it for like, the lulls, Brandon. The lulls. We will break if... you. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna no, we're gonna do we're gonna do we're gonna do this. We're gonna do this. You can play Dead Space because you can defend yourself. If this episode, if this episode gets a hundred listens, wow, I will play. A choice horror game for ah. our, our for our stream, but it it, okay. it 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 jumps the line of Persona Five. You can't hide behind Persona Five. <laughs> <laughs> but I I I get to have a say in which game I play. Do they just pick it for me? by like individual accounts or like can i just listen to this podcast a hundred times i mean i'm way ahead of you jared i've already created a bot uh to just automate the listen process so uh um well why don't you go listen to episode zero real quick and i'll tell you tomorrow if we randomly have a new hit okay um i think it's is that a challenge i think it's um at least per platform that once you've listened to it per account per platform, I think that counts as one listen. And so, like, if you've listened to it on Spotify and then listen to it again on Spotify, I don't think that again counts. Mm. You underestimate my power and my free time. 
I mean, if you guys want to listen to me talk and cry about my my cat, <laughs> like fifty times each, like I, I guess that's that that's fine. Sure, you can boost my ego. You can boost my ego by making me think that we have more fans than we do. There we go. <laughs> it's like uh, total listens a hundred, estimated audience five. <laughs> <laughs> then you'll know something's up. Somebody's got to cook the book somehow. Um, yeah, the estimated audience is within a week. A, like it's like within a week or ten days or something. That uh, how many unique listens there are in that in 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 a week after each episode drops is what the unique audience is. What the what the audience numbers are. Nice. But so yes, audience, if you want to uh, watch me piss my pants and cry like a little <laughs> child at these horror games that these people are wanting to torture me with. If you want to watch, if you want to watch me get tortured by my friends or people that used to be my friends, uh, <laughs> share this podcast on Facebook, small constellation podcast, or if you're younger Twitter, uh, at small con pod, or if you like things in video form, Small YouTube, small consolation gaming. <laughs> if you're really young, we're not on TikTok. <laughs> Jared's on TikTok, and if you're, uh, if you want to partake in one of the five S's, Tyler has the OnlyFans page. Wow, <laughs> we'll get you an OnlyFans page eventually. I kind of feel obligated to have one now. Like there won't be anything like they're literally, I mean, they, uh, there's just going to be like a video of me sitting there, like drinking scotch and playing red dead. And that's just going to be what's on my own. <laughs> do, um, do you give discounts to viewers over 50? No, I charge them extra. Actually. <laughs> that makes all his money. <laughs> Premium product. Uh, I gotta milk your core audience. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna end it now. That that we can't go on after that. <laughs> <laughs> we can't recover from this. <laughs> I can't believe you've done this. That's um, what she said. Uh, what's the uh, keep your kids in the other room? Uh, what's that tag? Hide your kids. Hide your wife. <laughs> No, it's like, uh, you know, TLDR and uh, NSFW. What's the one that's like not safe for not safe for kids? NS, NSF, what, what's that I've one? never heard an acronym for children. You're, you're the one that used it. I did like not. Like 12 episodes ago. <laughs> I did not, sir. I did not. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyways, yeah, there was like. I did not hit her. I did not. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I'm ending this before it gets worse. This is uh, not rated E for everyone. Alright. Uh, good night, everybody. Hi, Granny.